0: What's up, what's up? It's the Runners Club Podcast.
1: Back with another, back one. another one.
0: Another it. one. Another
1: one. You just keep on returning. You're just circling the block.
0: Circling the block and picking up guests on the way.
1: Love it. I love it. I love it. This is the post-Bang of America Chicago 13.1 episode, which was crazy.
0: Insane. And I really feel like we were in our pocket, too, because it was just a lot of fun.
1: It was. I wasn't. I I was expecting fun. But I didn't realize how fun it was gonna be, and it was just—it was just popping from like the moment they turned our mics on to the moment we put them down.
0: The moment they put those mics on and handed us those mics, and we could hear ourselves speak
1: in the park, they
0: didn't know what they was doing. They wasn't ready, because honestly. Look at, see, Remy, Remy always wants to poke her head into the room. Yeah, what you mean, come really? on then, come, come here. My good, Lay down. My good. My good. My good. She's just sitting here I staring at me. She's being so weird. Uh-huh. Um, But yeah, like, I mean, they gave us those mics and I was like.
1: that was oh. It was supposed to be a sound check. They didn't even check our sound, they were just like, hey, I was just. Oh, you sound good. You're amazing. Right. And then we just
0: kept going. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think we've gotten a lot of really great reviews from people. They really felt at home hearing us as they were lining up in their corrals. For those who don't know and aren't in Chicago, Sunday, June 5th, 2022, was the inaugural, right? First annual half marathon. Chicago 13.1 to be exact. That's what they're calling it. And When you think of the Chicago Marathon, this is the same individuals putting on this half marathon. This is a, and they're Mm -hmm. adding it to, you know, their.
1: The the Shamrock Shuffle. Their portfolio. Yeah. It's,
0: yeah, because right, they, for years, they've been doing the marathon, right, with like Mm -hmm. 40,000 plus. Participants and then Shamrock. Shamrock's in March. It kind of is yeah. like the pre pre kickoff to the running kickoff.
1: And, the running season. It's the inaugural race for the running seniors.
0: Right, but then in the middle, it's kind of like just been a free for all where you know we would have half marathons. We do all these other things, but this is a little different because now. The fact that the the same people who put on the Chicago Marathon are putting on this 13.1 on the west side, going through Humble Park, Garfield Park, Douglas Park, like this is, it's different. So they hit us up and said, hey, do you want to be the announcers, the hosts? And we said, say less.
1: As a matter of fact, it was our idea. Right. (laughs) How about? You know, it'd be great. Yeah. (laughs) You have it on the website. You might as well have like, announcers. Like, Let's let go. us
0: put a. Let us put you on.
1: It was nice. We did the playlist for the starline, which is crazy. Some of our runners was trying to put together the swag surf line, but so many people didn't know what devil that was. But they did it one time for the crew, and I appreciate y'all.
2: They yeah. And it
1: was. We had like it was just vibes. It wasn't like the regular right old. Like songs you normally know, hear at the races every year, it was like really smooth. It was like a little hiccup where the sound team didn't have the most up to date version of the playlist, and so they just had some explicit music on that. Kanye West was going ham, just fucking pussy bitch up on my own dick. I was like, wait, turn it down, hook up your hotspot, fan, refresh the page.
0: The Chicago team was like, "Yeah, there's some adult language. Is this the party that we're about to have? Like, is this what this is?" <laughs>
1: like, hold on, yes. hold on, hold on, hold yes. on. Yes, it is. I tried to get old boy Cameron on there, but the radio edits in the early 2000s hit a little different. A little different. <laughs> a little different. Oh, nah, I'm good. We can't play this, but they can hear us like for like a half mile back.
0: Yeah, which is she
1: heard us as soon as she entered the bar.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, and I was speaking as if you could hear me all throughout the course, which I know is not the situation, but I was just like, "Look, I'm speaking to every single one of you."
1: Yeah, it was love. It was awesome, and like it was, it was definitely an experience. I got, I like performed on stage a little bit after you left to the finish line and stuff like that. I was I, just rocking out the the wave two and wave three, like it was awesome.
0: Yeah, I saw a little bit of a snippet from Matthew's phone. How he got you <laughs> singing to everybody—it was great.
1: It was awesome. It was so cool. It was I, and I didn't even realize Matthew was like there, uh, uh like at the start line because I didn't see him until me and um, the singer for "Let Every Voice and Sing" and the national anthem. We was walking to the finish line, yeah, and I just saw him at the corner of like. What, Washington and Central Avenue, just like, I like, said, like a little kid, like he was just lost, like, like <laughs> looking for my family. And yeah. Matthew, wanna go come with us? He was like, yeah, he tried to walk up with us, but security was tight. They saw my badge. They saw uh, the singer's badge. They didn't see Matthew. I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, we was walking up, and I forget what I said. I was like, oh, yeah, he's with us. He was like, well, I don't know anything about that. I can only let people with badges through. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, this is Courtney, the announcer's husband. So mm-hmm. we're gonna have to work something out. And then just as I said that somebody from CM had walked up and I guess they had heard. Yeah. And heard me what I said. And uh she was like, Oh, no, you can come with me right now, we'll get you some credentials. <laughs> and took so come to get some credentials so you can come. I was like, there we go. And I looked at her, and I was like, husband.
0: Husband. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> No, I appreciate you looking out for me. Right, because he don't. Yeah, because I know he was like, he's like, yeah, I was trying to see you at the start line, but then I was on the the wrong side of the course, and (laughs) he's like, I just, you know, I'm like, bro, and so it was nice to have him there because he was, he made me breakfast in the morning, made sure I had my tea, my smoothie, and you know, is the routines for me that keep me like level, and so four o'clock in the morning. He was ready to go, dropped me off. And then I'm like, I will see you later and you'll just have to figure it out. (laughs) And so he figured it out and he got his credentials and he hung out with us at the finish line. And we had a good time. I mean, honestly, and then too, uh, DJ Ray Chardonnay at the finish line really kept the vibes going. She continued with like, she's a great Great DJ and um,
1: solid, solid. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was just vibes. And it's funny that you said that because me and Karen's morning was completely different because she was running the race. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. So she wasn't like there to like, you know, like she made breakfast, but it was like uh, I'm running today. Breakfast. <laughs> this so is like for me. Toast. It was like toast, peanut butter, and honey. Yeah, and water. Is what we had for breakfast. That's what I did that entire six hours on.
0: Well, you see, I didn't even really do much more than that. Like I, when I say breakfast, I was like, Matthew, what I really want is a rice cake with peanut butter and blueberries on top
1: and some oh cinnamon
0: sprinkled on top of that.
1: I don't know how we did this. And so
0: he put he put it together. But the 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 key was protein smoothie. That was it, cause then I could sip mm. on that while we were going, and then I also had snacks. Like I had, a, you know what? You should have told me. I had a kind bar in my bag, I had a fruit leather in my bag. Like I bring snacks because I, I really, it'll go downhill really real fast for me.
1: My reserves didn't fall until like ten o'clock. It was that last thirty minutes, yeah, because like runners was coming in a little bit hard, slower, like yeah. a little slower and stuff, and so it was just too big a gap.
3: And I just ended up like, oh
1: yeah. It just ended up, uh, you know, just allowing me to kind of rest a little bit, like mm-hmm. to kind of let the energy drop, and then that's yeah. when I caught up to
0: And you could and little then- s- sit with yourself and really realize just how hungry and fatigued you are.
1: Hell yeah. And then I had other stuff
0: planned. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, that's what I really want to get into. But I also just want to say, like, seeing all our runners finish, all the run crews finish, <laughs> being able to yell out everyone's names. We had these iPads that we could just put our like our hands in. Like, there was a little pocket we could put our hands into to just hold <laughs> it. And it was just a like constant name drop, name drop, name drop. I re- I was grateful for the fact that we didn't have to read their everyone's last names because the way we were struggling through some of these people's first names. I was-
1: oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> is- anybody who was running, we are sorry.
0: Yeah, we read uh, like if thousands we do this, of we names. We will get better. Yeah. No,
1: we read, I- read 5,000 names.
0: 5,000
1: names. You give or take a at couple At the hundred. very
0: least. Like it could have been, I think there was like 7,000 participants.
1: Yeah. So I'm we read more than that, but like because yeah. I feel like we only skipped like maybe like one or two on the screen at a time. Like And we half read, the time we, we was reading some
0: that. of them back to back. Like i would read it, then you read it, or you'd say their name and then I'd say their name again. And so we were really just like talking over really. each other. It
1: was great. Crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Like y'all gotta understand, like the energy we give into this right now is like just pure exhaustion but we were so excited yeah what so place yesterday like i still really don't have the words i haven't even truly processed it in a way i wish we probably we should have waited a couple of days to record because no, i'm good time to process personally because it's just like i don't even know like seeing gabriel from uh gabe which we've had on the pod podcast uh uh, from his performance in Boston,
3: yeah. seeing
1: him cross the line with Elites and hey. he didn't even start with the Elites. Crazy. I was like, crazy. I read his name. I was like,
0: Hold I on. was like,
1: all right, real Mo- Gabe. Yeah. Wow.
0: Every time. Look, every time we saw someone we knew because we were reading so many names and then we'd yeah. be like, Jorge. Oh, that's Jorge. We'd be <laughs> like, oh, Simeon. Like, it's just, just it was crazy because it was like, yeah, it, because we also didn't know a lot of people, but like Gabe coming in, like you said, not starting with the elites, but like ending with the elites. Like, and it, I mean, I think too, like for a lot since this is a, this is the first one, a lot of the elites came in just to kind of like feel it out. But I think yeah. now that they see like the beauty, the vibe, the yeah. e, the the flatness of the course, how fast you can go. Like, I mean, Chicago CEM chicago events management the ones who put on these uh, chicago shamrock and this now they don't play and they do their races with intention like they know like okay we put on the chicago marathon and people come here and they qualify for boston so if we do a half marathon it should also be fast and people should be coming here from around the world trying to pr from elite to the everyday runner
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but that speaks to Carrie, like as a runner. Shout the Perry like, Pinkowski,
0: he, CEO yeah. and director, race director.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he he was funny as hell. He popped up on stage, yeah, to speak to the guests real quick, and it was just so out of nowhere. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, just say Perry Pinkowski," and I I just I didn't know what to say. He was like, "Yeah, just say Perry Pinkowski." Perry Pinkowski. He wants. I was like, "Do I say race director?" Like, he was like, "Just say." Perry Kinkowski. Perry,
0: right. though. No. It's not Perry. Oh, Perry. Perry
1: Pinkowski. See, See, that's how I felt yesterday. And I just, then I said his name and he just took the microphone and he just lit the crowd up real quick. Yeah. And that was dope. I was lit. like, between him and then the surprise Galen rough appearance,
3: mm-hmm.
1: was crazy Galen looked like it was a surprise. Like he looked like he woke, woke up this morning, was on a run. And Galen around.
0: Rupp said, "I guess I will hop in because you know what I yeah. heard from what? Picasso, one of the Gumbo Fit race directors, or not race directors of uh, um uh fitness directors. He was saying that from because he has a new job representing uh-huh. um, Under Armour right. and uh." He was at a like a, a track meet situation, like Friday, Saturday or something like that. Yeah. And so he was saying there's a lot of there were just in general, a lot of elites in town. So maybe right. I'm assuming maybe, you know, like Galen Rupp could have just been like around. And he was just like, I'm gonna hop in. He didn't have a jersey on. No, he, he had on a long shirt and some shorts.
1: He um, did not like, give
0: a fuck. He said
1: on his way to Whole Foods. Like,
0: right. <laughs> Leisurely jog on a Sunday morning that happened to be the inaugural thirteen point one. Like he, yeah, he was just there for the the vibes, and he came in chilling with another elite runner. Gabe wasn't far behind him. Like it was Man. just and get out going back to Gabe the that braid from the, the top of the his braid. head down to the very bottom. Maya, shouts out to you for doing that for him because it was oh giving God. speed. Okay, and this braid. is why y'all need Run Base because they know. They get you right
1: yes yes boy that braid was beautiful
0: absolutely beautiful the, the pattern
1: the texture in the
0: air just i mean amazing. and his hair goes down his back like far down yeah. his back he it yeah. was just it was giving him and that boy, simeon
1: that, that boy pretty
0: he's pretty as hell <laughs>
1: that boy pretty hey pretty <laughs> Simi also his had
0: his hair out, no ponytail, oh, yeah. and he's got more texture. So he's giving, you know, texture bay with blondes, yes. you yes. know, just swinging and, in, yes. in, you know.
1: But, you know, like, we love our runners, but we got to give a big, big shout out to the Peace Runners. Like, Jack, his wife, like Tiffany, like, they really represented the West Side super well. They had yes. the um, the uh, the uh, what you call it the shakeout run the day before with Diana Curry popping in a Biddy popping in uh, two elite um, runners right there uh, it was just it was just amazing to watch mm-hmm. them you know cross that finish line you know and when they crossed it they crossed like they left it all out there like Jack came cruising Tiffany came cruising through. Yeah. The the father and, and then not even just them, but like they had a few of the other peace runners, you know, coming in happy, excited, full yeah. of joy. And it was just so beautiful to see them run through their community, you know, mm-hmm. like it was mm-hmm. I, I, I just was man, like I I wouldn't even know what to do if I had that experience. Like I might cry if I crossed the line like that. Like that's wild.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> And it was it was amazing. I, I did text Holly afterwards like, hey yo, like next year, like we're doing more community outreach. We gotta let people know that they can come cheer, they can come grill they can turn yeah. to another black holiday. It needs to okay? be
0: a, it needs to be a barbecue because honestly, Saturday when I popped up, so Peace Runners, shout out to them again for doing the shakeout run on uh sure. Saturday morning, hosting us all. You know, Carrie Pinkowski was there. <laughs> and also the race director from the uh from the New York marathon was there and he also raced on Sunday so yeah. just it was just amazing but my point of bringing this up is um there was i mean peace runners hosted us and shit i forgot my point <laughs>
1: Listen, I, I, don't, start, know, going I don't know what we was thinking, Courtney. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know what we was thinking. We was like, oh, yeah, we need to get a, get a, uh, a, a follow-up episode, a recap episode up like that same week real no, quick. No, I'm here. Look, like, I
0: love, a, listen, I love an immediate recap because we can continue to talk about it. But these immediate man, thoughts, I think, are important.
1: Man, I used all my words yesterday. I know you did. <laughs> I
0: know. Okay, okay.
1: All oh, my words, I'm done. Listen, when we finally get this, when I get when I get my laptop back, and these episodes finally get up on YouTube, and y'all see me laying in the bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so oh, well, you in the bed? I thought you were on the couch. Yeah. This
0: is hilarious. Right.
1: No, I am. I'm, I'm laying sucked. on these twelve pillows that Karen has on her bed, yeah. propped up. You know what I'm saying? Arm being supported by by six of these twelve pillows, and it's like. This is the energy that I have for y'all today because a lot of people ran. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was taken along with them for those five hours. We
0: were, yeah. I mean, we were there announcing the entire time. And it was just an amazing, like, first opportunity to do it, do something like this. But yeah, I mean, it needs to be, it needs to be a barbecue. It needs to be a whole, like, oh, this is what I was going to say. On Saturday, after their run, after the Peace Runners Shakeout, I went straight to go get my like credentials for the race on Sunday. And so I pulled up to, you know, all the production team volunteers setting everything up. You know how many black folks stop their car just to ask what was going on so that they could pop up themselves like they want to know. But then the people putting up the production, a lot of them are white. They don't really understand that black folks just want to know and be a part of the vibes are like, it's a race. It's a 5k. First of all, it's a half marathon. Sure. Um, but I'm like if you let people know if there's people if like if these motherfuckers who are setting everything up are a little bit more friendly and actually say like to your point like I mean these people are different than like CEM directly because these people just come in and set you know yeah. everything up yeah. but like to your point like proper marketing for Folks in the communities to barbecue, to play their own music, to cheer folks on—like that's yeah. exactly what we need because it's in their area. But it, I don't—they don't know what's happening. Just like it took us forever to even know that the Chicago Marathon was a thing. You know, I mean, yeah,
1: I said, I said, I said that repeatedly, like, yeah. in front of Carrie, like, for twenty-seven for for twenty-seven years, I didn't know that there was a no Chicago idea. Marathon in existence. I have lived in this in Chicago forever. So even Island. when they think, oh yeah, the whole city comes out, the whole no. city is aware. We really no. not, and so you know that's what I'm saying. Like, like I think uh, I, I I fully trust the people who put together the event and stuff like that. But you know, this is the first one, and I think you know they got they got that Madden energy every year. It will get better every year. it Get more inclusive and stuff like that, and and I, 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 the conversations we having is like, yeah, they willing they. Are already considering what work needs to be done to have the community feel more included, you know what I'm saying, like you know, like I said, you know when i said I sent the message out and I was like, you know we're bringing running to a community that does not run, and so they right. just need uh for lack of a better term, just more education on what's going on because I mean we just we just need a reason to to turn up like that's all we need.
0: Yeah, like I need billboards. I need I need a photo shoot. I need I don't need just the runners in. I don't need just run. I need, I need them to to show and advertise what it looks like to spectate a race in the black Go door, door to
1: door. I need signs. You know what, what I mean.
0: I'm gonna need we y'all need to some p-
1: signs out there. Come, put come some advertising
0: right. at the bus stops in those big old sleeves. I'm gonna yep. need some of those. I'm gonna need like I need proper advertisement because I mean, I I'm not from Chicago. I say that all the time. But when I first moved here, I lived in Lakeview. the mm. The marathon goes through Lakeview. I still didn't know yeah. what was going on.
1: Oh yeah. I still well, had no I mean. Idea. But yeah, but like even still like that, that the rant I've been running since the 70s. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, but I thought it was just range. a
0: parade. You know what I mean? I thought it was Y'all, a parade.
1: See, you're wild. Yeah. But, I was like, oh, <laughs>
0: cute. I was like, let me not go over to, there to Halstead. I'm going to stay on Broadway and mind my business. I don't know what's going yeah. over there. Uh, I was like, but who knows? The half,
1: the half any time. It was the first one. It does. Anytime. And the com- I think the community will come out, especially Douglas. Especially now Humboldt, that they've seen what think, was going on. Yeah, now that they, yeah. they're aware of it and stuff like that. And, you know, hopefully next year they invite us back to host again and, it's only
3: you know, we'll better. put in
1: our two cents. You know, uh, one of the old, it was like an old staffer. Like, he was an older guy. He was like, he was like, I don't want no beef. I don't remember your name, but I don't want no beef. But he was like, the old man was like, oh, my God, you guys are really good. You're you you you're better than the guy at the marathon. And I, I know, like, that's right. Look. I was like, listen, We you know. We know. Hey, we tell know. Janet. Tell Janet. Tell Janet. Tell away. Holly. Nah. Shout out to
0: them. <laughs> no, nah, this was great, honestly. No, and who was our stage manager? Who was our uh, stage manager? Um, Andrea. Alexandria. Andrea. Andrea, yeah. Shout, I to asked
1: out, Shout out to Andrea.
0: Yeah, no, she was lit. Shout yeah. out to the fact that we had a, a, a stage manager.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: right. but yeah, I mean, like CM was like, of course, we were like, we need to host this. Yeah. <laughs> but at the yeah. same time, they were in agreement and I think they were in the same thought. And yeah. I think that, and, and I really appreciate them for taking the time to just being like, yeah, let's do it. Let's try something new. Cause I want to know how many black announcers are out there for the major races. This is a major race this is not just a yeah. fun run this is a major yeah. chicago
1: united states official race oh yeah i gotta hit diana, diana Curio because I, I got some ruby's taco the day before the race so you know i made sure you know she was good afterwards you know she she didn't have no stomach problems the next day
0: yeah I feel that. <laughs> well let's come back to this conversation we have a guest Who's hopping on? It's Maya Jackson Gibson. Um, so we're gonna let her in, you know, an elite sub-elite runner. Um, let her in, and then we can kind of get her perspective and then we can come back to this conversation because we still have an update from Ian that's major.
1: So oh my god.
0: Stay tuned, don't stay with us because we got more. All right. Okay. And just like that, we've been joined by, again, like I said, Maya Jackson Gibson. It's actually Doctor because she just graduated from Northwestern and... There's an MD
1: at the front or what back.
0: Doctor Jackson Gibson. And then oh, and it's
1: just Jackson oh. Gibson
3: MD at the end.
0: She's got things on both ends. Okay. Oh, my yeah. Oh, she is. She's a um, windrunner She got a prefix she, or something. Look, okay. Okay. You better use the word Yes. <laughs> um, she's a win runner. She is a gumbo fit fitness director, race manager for our race team. Um, she's been with us for a few years now, and she's family. So welcome in, Maya. All the way. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. Well, we wanted to have you on because one, you're leaving Chicago this week. Two, you're a doctor now, and so I just gotta celebrate you anytime. All all like it this moment is it needs yeah. to last. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean? I needed more excuses to say Dr. Jackson Gibson right. um publicly. Mm-hmm. And also you're very athletic, and you've also just yeah. As far as the Gumbo Fit team, like you've always brought the energy, and you're just a good, good person. And you were out here yesterday for our, the race, and we wanted to hear your perspective and and thoughts.
1: But just not, just not at the race, okay? Like because yeah. there there was like corral, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like a a corral, and she was not in said no, corral. No, she was in like, elite she was with corral. The elite, you know what I'm saying? Like she said, "I don't there. have
0: I don't have a letter on my bib. I show up and I y'all follow
1: me." Exactly. you're
0: like, "Oh, that, you hit Tonya Carey! Oh my god, <laughs> I love it!
3: I love no, it! It was in it." That was an insane experience because she was in our tent, mm-hmm. and we all were
2: like getting our shoes on, getting ready, like eating some snacks, and all of a sudden she just shows up with her mat, It's, like stretching behind us, and we're
0: all like, "Right? <laughs> wow!"
1: Like low. <laughs> i love you? it i love it so how, how i mean y'all it was funny too because y'all had a false start and oh, stuff like and that. It, yeah what was that
0: that was so weird because look i saw a girl on the side of the stage <laughs> counting down with her fingers and i was like oh it must be starting and then y'all sprint forward like 100 meters and then you come back
2: yeah it was confusing so the wheelchair racers go off And then we're at the start line. And then someone said, and the elites are off. And so we thought that was a cue for us to start going, but we thought we were doing striders. And so there was just like a lot of- No one told us this. I know. I'm not not saying it was on you guys, but it was like, the elites are off. And then we were like, oh.
1: No, so that was me. So, but somebody has started running and stuff like that. Like the front, maybe they was doing strides or something, but the people in the front Started taking off because we wasn't ready. We was going to say the elites are off at the appropriate time, yeah. but we was in the middle of talking to each other, and all of a sudden, the first few people started taking off, and then I'm like seeing all the rest of the elites confused, <laughs> grabbing their watches, and I was You're like, "Like what I is guess going on?" The elites on. are off. <laughs> yeah,
0: like okay, there they go. Yeah, and then <laughs>
1: somebody was like, "No, no, no!" no. no like strides. <laughs> and and we're like, like, like "Okay, bring I'm it like, back."
0: It's a false start. Job, turn around
2: no i think i mean this race was awesome but i think you could definitely tell that there were some kinks that just like still needed to be worked out
3: <laughs> but it was
2: still it was still really fun um but i think after that happened in the beginning everyone was like okay we're just here to have fun race and yeah it
3: just, like
1: happens yeah. so i got the armor like just dancing all the time just mm-hmm. everywhere.
3: Yeah, uh, the ring today. The energy <laughs> Irma's great. Yeah. She's my buddy.
0: So and you just recently became a, a, like a sub-elite runner. Yeah. What's the, what's the distinction? Uh, sub-elite,
2: mm, there's a lot of debate between like sub-elite and elite, I would say, and like what qualifies a sub-elite runner. Each run club in the city, I would say, has different time qualifiers to be on like their sub-elite team.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and so for wind runners, it's like a 530 mile, a 130 half marathon. I think it's a sub three thirty marathon. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um and basically what it gets you on a sub-elite team, it's like you're not considered a professional, um, but you get to be qualified for some of the sub-elite races that will get you to qualify for the Olympics and certain things like that. You'll get semi-sponsored by like something like Nike or Hanson Brooks or something along those lines. And then yeah, you'll be able to compete against some of the elites and just sort of make your way into the elite field.
0: hmm Yeah. Okay. Well, so what was your time yesterday? Mm-hmm. My time was 130. <laughs> Period. It was on the
3: dock. Mm-hmm.
2: But mm-hmm. and it was like kind of a mix, it was a mixed emotions. Cause so I was shooting for 128. Um, but this was the first half marathon that I've ever really raced, besides the RLT marath- half marathon that you, you, Courtney, put together in 2020 during the pandemic. Yeah. So this was like my
0: debut. You're talking about me and uh, you're talking about Gumbo Fit and Edge put together? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And
2: so I really only have raced one other half marathon besides this one. And I think being an elite corral. Is really hard. And <laughs> the sense of you want, like, and there's, I'm a competitor. Like I played soccer throughout college. Like I want to try and keep up with like, I don't know. You have like Brittany in the front. You have yeah. Brittany. Like,
0: I'm sorry. Brittany. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, what, what did she run? Like an hour? Like at 115? Like I don't even, yeah. the way that she came in direct, damn near right by the elite elites. Yeah. No, blows Br- my I- mind. She's a school teacher, y'all. Yeah. yeah. I
1: think she was like, she finished in the top 10.
0: Yeah, she did. When I thousand- read her name, she was like five. Number <laughs> five. Yeah. No, Brittany's insane. She is
3: like a true athlete, a true runner runner. Like she mm-hmm.
2: just, she gets it done. And her mental fortitude and the way she attacks races is
0: crazy to me. Something mm-hmm. I would definitely aspire to, but she's like on another level. Sorry, I didn't mean to divert, but that was crazy. Because I, though I, when you said her name, I had a flashback of just watching her and I was like, Excuse me, ma'am. Like the uh, way that she just. Because like yeah, Diane Pack. Yeah,
1: just doing shit in the wind. And then like, she yeah. was
3: like
2: right there. I was like.
3: Yeah. And she makes it look easy. Yeah.
2: She, does, yeah. she doesn't boast or brag. She just kind of shows up. Yeah. And that's so. what I expect. Yeah. She just like puts in the work and shows up and then like. And then
0: goes back to teaching children.
2: Yeah. And then she's like doing wholesome things, teaching children of the next generation. So
3: okay. <laughs> wow. <But I>
2: <laughs> it's like interesting to be on a, this sub elite team because mm-hmm. I go from being a, kind of like a big fish in a small pond to being a small fish in
3: a small pond. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. it's like, Sort of imposter syndrome. Cause I know I'm fast, but
2: one year I'm racing against the likes of Brittany and like Diane's, who's in my corral, and like other people. It's kind of like, okay, it's very humbling.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so the hardest thing for me about the race yesterday was just running my own race. Cause I'm not gonna be doing like 520 splits. Like I'm yeah. not there yet. And so I think for me, I just stay focused on running my race. If yeah. people were passing me, even if they were in the A corral, like I had to be like, okay, that's Joe. That's fine with me. Yeah. Because I think part of being a sub elite or an elite runner is like, no, the key is like learning how to strategize your race. Mm -hmm. That's when you're a smart runner and you're not just out there, just all gas and no brakes. You're like thinking about how you're going to attack the race. And that's, those are the strategies that I'm trying to like figure out still. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Like what is my best race strategy for me? Um, And thankfully I have like coach Robin and the rest of the team to talk shop with and like pull me along. But I think one of the biggest differences between people who aren't maybe on a team versus on a team,
0: it's just like that strategy
2: going into the race.
0: Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean,
2: yeah, I it's only,
0: so, oh, yeah. I'm I was just going to say, it's only going to get better from here. Like you said, you, you're not there yet. Cause you, what are you like? Yeah. 28, 29. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and what I'm, mm-hmm. we see women in their early, mid, even late thirties getting their, Best like their best best P, like oh. PR, and it's like it, women specifically. I think statistically, just get better and better as runners.
2: Yeah, I think so. And I think for me, since I was not historically a long distance runner, my untapped potential is still like here. Yeah, I and your
0: I, your joints are still good. Yeah, I'm still good. I'm still number. I still gonna run through right? them when you're in in high school and college. Yeah. Still
2: got some pep. So uh, I'm excited to see um, how the rest of the training this year
1: goes and, like, kind of how far I can push it. I love it. I love it. So, like, I mean, you just kind of answered my question with the not there yet. You know, I know you're going into your next stage of your professional life. You know, um, is there a plan to continue to run at this level and then to you know, bring that mouth pace down. You know, have a faster finish in time, and to continue to be a sub
3: Yeah, that
2: is something that I'm hoping to do. I think the next six months will just be me getting adjusted, living in a new city, mm-hmm. um, and then just seeing what the running scene is like in Philly. Um, mm-hmm. So, if anything, over the next six months, if I can just get a few races under my belt and just keep my aerobic base,
3: I'll be mm-hmm. really happy with that.
2: If I'm not like smashing my old like 5k times or my half times. Like I'm okay with that. I understand that in this time of transition, I'm just going to focus on keeping my aerobic base and strength training and then hopefully see what things come of that.
0: What does that mean for you as a wind runner? Like how, because I know you're not the only one that doesn't live in the city of Chicago, but like what's their strategy with that?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. So right now, Coach Robin is amazing. She's like, once run runner, always win runner. So I, sure. that makes me feel really still supported, even though I'm going to be in a different city. Um, I'll still be coached by Robin up until I bridge the gap and find a new team in Philly. Um, but I think whenever I come back to Chicago, I'll like, hop into team practices and do what I can. Um, and if I have enough time, I'm going to try to train for the Chicago Marathon. That's like a lofty goal with like my discipline time. Because you're a doctor.
3: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But
2: I think that would be a really good way for me to stay connected with the city and with the team. So I'm going to try really hard to like build that training block into this new busy
0: work cycle that I'm entering. Wow. So have you done any research about on like teams out there or are you just kind of like, I'll figure it out when I get there? I'm just going to figure out when I get there. I'm having
2: a moment of I don't want to make new friends yet and or new family,
0: period.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Okay. I'll make new friends when I get there and I'm not going to do it any sooner than that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No new friends. I guess it's December. I might as well meet people.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's like out of necessity, not out of like pure want or desire. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Man, so, that's I so true. You, you're going to take Philly by storm.
2: Mm. I don't know. It's like the older you get, right? It's like you find your people. How many more
0: people do you need to keep adding to your tribe? That's know. what I. That's exactly what I was about to say is that like when I first moved to Chicago, I didn't know anyone. And I was like, yeah, I would like to find my people. And it was also, I want to find my people outside of a high school, college setting where I'm with these people every day of the week. And it's kind right. of just like, those are your people because it is what it is when you make friends as, as an adult, it's like awkward, especially in a new city it's all it's like and then it's like where's the the connection and so running has been that like connection for me to find my people um but then that gets filtered out too, where it's like few yeah. of like your core core inner circle, and then yeah, once you get to your late twenties, early thirties, it's like. Because I'm now in my like, you know, I'm 31 now. So I'm just like, this is interesting. I definitely don't need new friends. Even if they're across the country, I don't need new friends. (laughs) I don't like, I don't really care. I don't care. And the thing is, is everything is so closer than it used to be with the way that we can just transportation, being able to fly and just move how we want. Like, I don't feel like I'm far from people that I truly, truly love and aren't a part of my inner circle.
3: That's what it is.
0: Yeah. Right. Right, and, right,
2: right. You know, historically, yeah. I, like, don't cry that much. I think I, I mean, I think, you know, probably some things to work for with more with my therapist is, like, why I have. not cry that
1: much. But I think... How do I instantly become sarcastic instead of crying?
2: <laughs> but... The past week, it's like, I have been triggered emotionally just at the thought of leaving. And it's like, I didn't really cry when I graduated from college. I didn't cry because I graduated med school. I'm crying because, like, I'm leaving my run family, which is kind of crazy. Like, I think I identify living in Chicago more with, like, my running friends in my running life than I do with my med school career Uh, which is like a crazy thing because medical school takes up so much of my time and for a while running was just like this tiny piece of the pie and I think that just shows how much everyone means to me and just how changed I am as a person because of like getting integrated into the community and I told Courtney we were at dinner the other day that I've never felt so supportive and so seen by a group of like a collective group of people ever in my life, especially like black and brown people. And I mm-hmm. would never trade this experience for anything else. And I think what I'm feeling right now is just a sense of loss and grief because it's like, once you find something this special, why would you ever let it go? Mm-hmm. And for me, it's because of professional growth
3: and development, but it's like, mm-hmm. this doesn't come around.
1: Yeah. Very often, so yeah. yeah, yeah, I love you. We love you. We all love you. That's so going awesome.
0: emotional. Thank you so much for saying that.
1: Oh, oh. We need a we need
0: a virtual hug. <laughs> like a, a moment. <laughs> well, so many yeah. of us are going through so much transition, and I like I feel for I feel what you're saying extremely deeply, and I yeah. It's like, but it just means expansion and that, yeah, like, whenever
2: we're made, in like, a we new city, we have people. Yeah.
1: What did you say, Ian? I said we popping out in Philly. Like, that's that is. it is. Like, Put us on to the races out there. Out there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what is it? Where's Bull to Bell? Bell to Bull. Does it start in Philly? Oh, yeah. It's Philly
3: yeah. to... So... Yeah. So. yeah. Bell. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, yeah. You should yeah. be part of our... Uh, you should be part of our team, man. It's to help a two-person it, team. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I didn't mean not run it, but support team. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> no pressure. Well, yeah, no pressure, right? But, like, I it, no, I the think pressure. there's... <laughs> I want to say all, like, i around. Like, if I have
2: a free yeah. weekend, like, just let me know where to go.
1: Yeah, just one day. It's one day. We got to get to New York. And as fast as possible. <laughs> we biking. we run running. we on a ferry. All type of shit like it's going down, me and Eric. Yeah, yeah, well,
3: crazy. I,
1: I love it. I love it. I also want to spend the time talking about getting your um, what's what I'm looking for? Getting your, like I told Courtney, I, I, I've used all my words yesterday. Um, uh, but I wanted to hear about the technique that came to Gabriel's hair. Like, let's uh. I'm assuming that that braid was of your craftsmanship.
3: Thank you.
2: You said my dad the scenes. Well, you know, yesterday it was like, what, 4.15? And I saw him like start the routine brushing his hair. Now. And he was like, I kind of want to do a French braid, but like, I don't know how. And I was like, the true sacrifice for a Black woman is doing your boyfriend's hair before you do your own.
0: And I... Oh. You just, that's a word. That's a motherfucking I could, like, sit
2: down in my salon chair and I was like,
3: honey. The honey. <laughs> <brush this through.
2: laughs> let me put these hands in your hair. Yeah, and thing. I literally just went, and he was like, oh, was so fast. And I was like,
0: bun it is. And I was just like, let me just gel this up. You <laughs> <laughs> look so good, too. Wow. Yes. I know. Oh my I, was like, I God. have time
2: to brush out my own. Hair. I was like, I guess this in a headband.
1: <laughs> this is what we're doing here.
2: Yeah, like, great
1: job.
2: You can look good. And then it was funny because I passed. He passed me on the course, and I was like, "This is one of my proudest moments." I
1: was like, this "I might be behind, makeup, but I hate my
0: craftsmanship. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> look at my work. Look at my work.
0: <laughs> when I okay, and for those who don't know, like y'all are a thing, and it's really cute. I I, I really love it. Um, and yeah. I just I mean run bays all day. We're gonna get into Ian's run bay situation after we interview this interview. We close it, I feel like it's like that little treat at the end because that was major. But like Gabe is a carpenter, you said. Mm-hmm. And I was saying like so when you said you'd do his hair, I was like, Well, he, he can build you a house. Okay. Oh. And, you know what I mean? so, and we are talking about this at dinner because it's like we love a handyman okay and so i just i just love i love y'all together and i hope that you know he goes to philadelphia you all enjoy each other that you happens know? i mean he's doing
2: well for himself so far he helped me break down my ikea bookshelf so i was like this is your job and he did uh, it in another yeah. 15 minutes so i was like check uh.
1: You need so to have you know, him come has, out
0: and then build right, everything back has, up for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> he needs a, you need to set. This up. has
1: to be. Uh, <laughs> this has to be put back together. <laughs> <laughs> together, I know.
0: So, well, and he said he met your parents at your graduation. I'm not trying to put all your business out, but I'm just saying it's a cute situation. Y'all are cute. It's great, and he. I mean, if
2: you guys get to know Gabe better, I know Ian. You know Gabe pretty well. But he's just like very calm and composed. And during graduation weekend, my whole family was around. And my family has a tendency to disappear in a matter of seconds. And poor Gabe is, like, in the middle of maybe peer being, like, your sister's over there, your family's, your parents are over there, your aunt and your cousin are, like, at the buffet table. I haven't seen them, but I'll get them. And, like, he's corralling them like cats, you know, just, like, bringing them back into the fold. <laughs> uh, he, like, did such a good job. And I think afterwards he needed, like, three days of a detox just to be, like... <laughs>
0: Your family's a lot. <laughs> love you,
2: but yeah, because, like, I need mean, my my personal. Like we celebrated you all weekend. Give me like a, for two days, and I'll be back. And then he came back. Came back. Didn't treat too far, you know. I just like gave you some
3: space.
0: I love it. Well, and your family is based in Buffalo, New York, mm-hmm. and so you're going to be closer to home. How do you feel about that?
2: I feel good. I'm gonna be closer to home, and I'm living with my younger sister in Philly. So it's gonna be
0: oh, yeah, that's perfect for the city. What does your okay. sister do?
2: She is in environmental consulting. Uh, any more details than that, I can't really tell you. But <laughs> that's what it is. Like
1: you probably should not tear this tree down. You should probably put more up. Also, Bad part fracking should not be happening over here. <laughs> Solar energy only. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. sustainable energy.
1: Yeah, no, I, but like for real, though, I, I, it sounds like she because she works with corporations, right?
2: She works with this newer company. I'm not, I don't know the name of it. Honestly, I don't yeah, it,
1: it, it's probably somewhere along the line of her uh, just, you know, consulting them on how to make their footprint as small as possible.
2: Yeah, I think it's a yeah. uh, it's a. Good
0: company.
2: I don't think
1: it's causing. I mean. That's good. I mean, the I mean, whole family, like that's what I'm like, saying. I like asked because her doctors, mom is scientist. a doctor. is Like, to Northwestern. The, uh, like what, what is it? What do you call them? What is that one uh Spanish family that had all of the philosophers and scientists and stuff? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm barely here. Listen. My mind went <laughs> to
0: Nerudo and that is a poet, so <laughs> <laughs>
2: but oh i did have this thought this is like kind of taking this back to the race but of how there was only two like black women in the LB. it was
0: you and diane yeah and i and that's the thing is like and that's why me and ian was only speaking to you and diane
2: yeah because i in my head i was <laughs> i was after i was showering and thinking about the race and how crazy it is that there was only two of us and that there's just like no one in between. It's like you have Diane who's running like a 115 as a tempo just for fun because she's right, racing fine. next week. Yeah. yeah. And then you have me who's like giving it my all and still only hitting like 130. And it's like the fact that there was no one in
3: between to like do anything. Like closing the gap between that is insane. It's. And I have never felt like, like no other black woman passed me. And
2: all the black women that people that were cheering me on during the race, they're like, "Sis, we love you. We see you." Yeah, like this black police officer was like, "Sis, I love you so much." And I was like, "I'm gonna run a little bit faster, but I appreciate you." <laughs> um. And I just made me realize that we just have so much more work left to do. Like the, mm-hmm. our far is so small. And in a race, I mean, granted, it was only what, like, five thousand people.
3: But even at Shamrock, uh, it was like me and Jane were the only two black women in the tent. Yeah, it's just like crazy.
2: Uh, to
1: yeah. and I don't think there were any black men in the field. In the field. I
0: didn't see no black men. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there, like, I mean, there is like for the one thing too that I noticed as well is that like because of our interview with uh, Brian Seaman last week, um, who's the Paralympian and like paying more attention to the Paral, the wheelchair athletes, it made me also, it made it also very apparent that like, there are, there's, there was like an Asian woman Mm -hmm. and then it was like white men. And it's like, we, and then, but also, and and to your point, I'm still, much very much want to speak about the runners but it's like being a being an announcer and actually seeing everybody mm. and seeing from the beginning to the end was it was like a my first actual visual opportunity beyond like standing at the start line at the marathon last year of like okay this is really what's happening cuz no one pays attention to the wheelchair athletes let's be honest mm-hmm. Like people don't really understand what's going on. Our like, and that's why we want to like interview more and like really talk about them a little bit more uh, because what they have going on is insane. And it's like so technical. Their wheelchair is their legs. You know what I mean? And like, it's crazy, but the lack of diversity there. And then to your point in the elite field, it's like, unless it's a marathon and a lot of these individuals are from like East Africa, like where are the, like, you're the only person, you're, you're a black American yeah yeah in the elite field and that is something that to your point there's like a there's a lot of different gaps and variables that you can look at and be like this isn't right
3: it felt
2: i mean i'm proud of myself but it felt wrong i was just like there must there has to be somebody else like someone who raced in college someone else with this skill set that should be here
1: alongside me yeah yeah but i think that's uh you know, that's the importance of, one, creating, you know, these black and brown running communities, these running groups and stuff like that, because I think there are, so, like, when you go, when we're doing research for the athletes that we've spoken to, a lot of them do start off in track and field, in college, yeah. you know, doing the 800s, doing the one mile, slowly getting them into the 5K. And then once they graduate college and they running, quote unquote, professionally or subtly, that's when they start itching up in the distance and stuff like that. 5K, 10K, half and whatnot. I think the difference is there are for white runners, there's always a community in which you can continue doing what you fell in love with in college mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because like they start, to,
0: they are the ones who started the marathons. Yeah.
1: yeah. But like listening to like the podcast, the this, this Sit Mag podcast where like, Right now, they're talking to some of the current college athletes and talking to them about whether they plans past college and stuff like that. And some of them are talking like, yeah, I'm going to the Olympics to run the 5K, or I'm going to talk about how they want to graduate slowly up to the marathon and stuff. But for us, we go to Ohio State like Kelsey did, and then we come out of there and it's just like, oh, I guess I'm done running because there's nowhere else for me to run. Yeah. And stuff like that. There's nowhere for me to go and to can you continue to do this or even get exposed to the the amazing sport that is road running in itself. So, creating those uh, opportunities, those those doors of entry into the sport is, is what's necessary right now so we can have more Maya Jackson Gibson's in, in the sub elite ground because a lot of them. I
0: think there's also, too, like a uh, a, a dislike for long distance. Cause it's hard. So yeah. it's like when you have athletes that have been able to do something that they're good at for so long, and then they're out of it. And then they, and then the only communities that they really find are these long distance situations. It's intimidating and they're one of few. So then it's like, it, it makes sense that if they've never had experience in it and they want, and they're used to being good at running, they don't wanna now be like, I'm gonna do this new thing that I probably suck at right now, but have the potential of getting better. Right.
1: Well look at the look at the times. Like, you know, like I, I if I remember correctly, looking at Diane's or looking at uh oh uh, what's what's one uh, what of the athletes that we have for the pregame, like you saw them spend a year or two at Before, five. Games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like at the shorter distances. And then like running gives what it is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so many Maya, yourself, uh, Deanna, um, Kayla, so many of them started off, oh, we'll run a few five K's, that's what we're gonna stop because that 10K just ain't where it's at. And then, you know, these professional runners have that same journey. Oh, well, I guess it's just two five Ks. Let me try that 10K. Do that for a couple years. And then a couple of events. And then now they look up, well, I guess I can do a half. And mm-hmm. it's just it's 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 one thing to jump. Up to the marathon, but like I think majority of runners who come from track and field they they have a different experience like what Kelsey had. Kelsey went from Ohio State to not running to now all of a sudden doing the marathon where I think majority of runners who have that ability to go from track and field to road running it's a slow, gradual race, yeah, it really is
2: and I have to say, I have to give my flowers out to Robin, yeah, yeah she sees potential in people in the ways that like I don't think a lot of coaches do unless you already have the times because I didn't have all the qualifying times to be on one runners like I was very very close in a lot of ways but she was like I would rather promote a more diverse running community and a sub elite running field and pour my resources into you because I know you can do it rather than just like only seeing me strictly as an athlete and the numbers that I produce and I think Right. As black, brown people, we already have a lot of imposter syndrome walking into these environments and to have a coach that is you and kind of peels away that imposter syndrome, like one practice at a time. like that is the support that we need. That's more of a mentorship and guidance that we need instead of just, you know, like, yeah, you're in this new sub elite or elite field. Like, let's see what you can do. It's like, no, there's a lot of mental um Unlearning that we need to do with how we've like seen ourselves in these spaces, um, and that just takes
3: a lot of work. Yeah, mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, yep.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. We have a a, a college uh, a recently post Chicago State graduate in Seven O Sundays who at times are crazy. You know, well, we saw her at. Uh, at I uh, uh, I don't want to put a business out there. I'm not gonna say name, but we saw her at Devin's party, and she was just like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm done with running. Running in college was crazy. Da 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 da." But now here we are, two months later, in the group chat, she dropping some race. Like, oh, who wants to go and do this? And it's like, yeah, like quit playing. Yeah, you're you, gonna you miss it. You Take your running. break, like, and then you're gonna be back. <laughs> go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's fun, man. I, I enjoy watching you and your bay run. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Cheering for both of y'all. Like, it was... Do you
0: practice together?
2: It, no. We
1: do recovery runs together. That's good. That's good. No, I'm with that. I'm with that. Is that, that what you and
0: Karen,
1: Ian? Oh, yeah, no. So we run together. Like, I was trying to, like, do, like, some strength training programming for her and she will not do it. She asked for it and she will not do it and she will complain the entire time. And so what I realized is, like, we will not have a trainer-runner relationship and stuff like that. Our philosophies are very different. Also, girlfriends don't believe anything that their boyfriends tell them, so...
0: The, the, know,
1: one, the good ones. The good ones don't believe. Fiance, you know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe it might change now. We don't it know. It might change. She, listen, we was in the car yesterday because, uh, you know, she read Zero Drop Shoes, and She swapped to 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 some vapor flies right for tomorrow for uh, for the hat, and of course she was like, "Right?" She was like, "Do you think my arches are gonna like fall apart? Like my foot's gonna get tore up from jumping so high up to a higher drop?" And I was like, "No, I don't. It doesn't really work like that." She was like, "But you know, it works going in the other direction." And I was like, "Yeah, but like I don't. It doesn't work going up." And so I just felt like. Just like not believe me, so I was like, you know, I think if you ask Matthew, Matthew Cabell, I'm pretty sure he has a good answer. Aaron might know, so I just gave up. I just ask threw out names. Like, give
3: like, me the resources. You
1: know, here you go, baby. Like, I, I know what you need, and it's 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 not me.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god, it was such a but my girl as fast as her. Uh-huh. She's gonna get faster though.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So you chasing, you and you and Gabe running neck and neck. One day I'll catch up with Karen and then maybe all of us could be in the sub league. Matthew
0: doesn't even try and I still can't catch him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Matthew's ridiculous. He doesn't give up. <laughs> Matthew stresses me out. I'm so happy Matthew does not run. He stresses me out that one year was all marathon training together because it wasn't. It was, Effortless. It was whatever who, whoever he felt like talking to, is who is the pace he was going to be running.
2: <laughs> and then he'd be done and be like, "Oh, that was fun." <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. You want Matthew? Yeah. So,
2: right.
0: uh, okay. So, yeah, the race was really good. It was, was Was there any like highlights? What were your highlights of the race?
2: Highlights of the
3: race. The start was fun. Yeah. Play, everyone was talking about the playlist because that hit,
2: and we all were comparing it to the Shamrock Shuffle playlist. And you know, this was <laughs> people were hyped. It was good. Mm. Playlist was good. I think all of the the cheer stations were really good. I just wish there was like that long stretch on Douglas that there was no people. Uh-huh. Mm. And so okay. that was tough. It was just very quiet. But I yeah. think it's a new race. and So uh, the neighborhood people probably like didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't think people really knew the best place to set up. So yeah. mm-hmm. like in the next few years, I think people will then know to like to set up somewhere on Douglas between like miles six and nine, just uh, to like. <laughs> <more accurate. laughs> that whole three mile <laughs> stretch. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then I think the finish line was cool. I think having you guys be the commentators because you know so many people running and, like, doing the finish line, like, even though I was hurting at the end, I was, when I heard Courtney saying, here comes Maya Jackson-Kentonel. Like,
3: yeah. That's
0: me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, photo fitness. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Look, you know how many times we told people to put their head up, like, get a good photo. Yeah, yeah I heard you say that. Uh, I was walking back towards the finish line and I, I heard Courtney say, if you're finishing, make sure
2: to like look for like you're gonna get a finisher photo, like look good. Yeah, like <laughs> pay attention.
1: And <laughs> now to suit here.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I think the the how personal it was was really cool. That was really fun. And then I think for me, seeing all the find your fast ladies at the at our cheer station for the wind runners, like that was fun. Yeah. So that
3: really well.
0: Okay. Good notes. Good notes. I feel like we need to do a recap with the uh, CEM team and just let them know how, you know, give them some highlights and some areas of improvement. Because I feel like Uh, we've we've collected a lot of insight.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I I have faith. It's going to grow. No, it is going to be be amazing.
2: amazing. It's going to be great. I'm excited to see it in like two to three, like two to three years, maybe four. I want it to be like shamrock size.
0: Oh, it's going to be huge. I mean, it's a half marathon. I believe it was 7,000 yeah. runners altogether yeah. or something like that. And, like, that's big for a first race. Right. And, too, it's like, I mean, I assume too that the, the parks are, were really beautiful t- to run through.
1: Yeah, it was really, really. I was
0: That's what I'm curious about. I want to know what it was like to run through the parks. It was really beautiful. Yeah. It was like the roads were well
2: paved. There were just like, and I think it was humble. There was some like speed bumps that you had to like m- mind before, like you were running. Oh, open, but like okay. this was beautiful. Um, I think we lucked out with the weather because mm-hmm. it was really fast, and like you were able to not panic because you didn't think you were going to overheat. But I thought that the route was really, really beautiful.
0: was
3: um, so
0: good. Yeah, they did so a good job. Good. Route. good. Woo. Well, you know, hopefully you'll see us again next year. You know, maybe we'll make this a thing. June
3: 4th, 2023. Yes, yes. Let's go. Um, Let's do it.
0: And Well, I guess as you... Well, okay, I will say that the sun came out and people did get really hot. That part was kind it of crazy it was it, crazy. And it was the first time that we really... Like, we were there at the end. And then there's a cutoff point where then they're like, you don't need to say anyone else's name anymore. Like low key, they've kind of, they're too late. They they didn't finish the race. You don't finish the race if you don't finish it. I think they do. It's like a 14 to 15 mile, uh, minute mile that they count as like the slowest pace. And then if you don't get in within that time, they start packing up and, um, and there's still runners like 80 runners left and they're still coming through and it's like rough, but they're the ones who need it the most, obviously. But um, but yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it grows. Cause it's going to be, it is, it is major and it's going to be continued to be major. And so next year, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like 15,000, you know,
1: mm-hmm. runners. Ooh, um, that'd be crazy. That's so many more names.
0: So many, more, na- so more, many names. more names, but it's good to have like two people. Um, yeah.
3: you know,
1: yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, Maya, we appreciate you coming on and sharing your experience with us.
2: You guys tapped me. I'm, I was excited. Yeah, like I said, to talk to my friends. Recap. Yeah. And full of I, movies, yeah. Full of so many things. Watching you and Karen yesterday. Literally, I just, yeah. I mean, yeah. people, like, I was looking at the photo that Jeremy took afterwards and just seeing the amount of people that were there
3: to witness that moment. Yeah. Like that, I mean, it
2: was, everything we already talked about. That's, that's
1: it. It was, it was important. It was important. It was like, uh, I didn't really take into consideration how much of, um, a lift announcing would be. I just thought doing a microphone on stage, I could do this shit. I didn't realize how long five hours would be of talking, but there was just, there was no other venue that would have supported our community the way that me and Karen will see this whole journey from engagement to,
3: I don't know,
1: wedding and stuff like that. Like, like, I, I, Without this running community, me and, me and Karen would not have had an opportunity to meet. Like, Gumbo, she lives in the Heights. Like, Gumbo brought her to the city. And Seven on Sundays is where she found her home and has decided to continue to come to the city. And we've been in this space for years and just, you know, brushing up against each other. And she just stayed just long enough for us to make this this freaking connection. And it's like it just it it clicked and it's it's been amazing. And this is like I said in my speech, was like, this is my absolute partner and I love her. And I'm grateful to have her. And so I, I wasn't going to just propose to her in some restaurant in front of her mama and her daddy and my family. Like y'all are just every one of y'all plays just an important part as our parents do. So we wanted to share that moment with you all. And so, like, it was, it was crazy. Like, I told, I slowly told people over the, I told, I mean, I, I don't know. I everyone knew except them. Karen. I think everyone crazy.
0: figured that out. Everyone was like, did you know? I'm like, yes, everyone knew. <laughs> everyone knew. So, Karen so knew. This, she had a dream about it.
1: So, so this Karen. was, so this was my, this was my trick, right? Every time I would tell somebody I was proposing to them, proposing her, I would make them think that I only told them. I was like, don't tell nobody we'll keep this on the low like between me and you this is what's happening so if you don't have nowhere to go say boom so everybody wasn't talking and stuff like that and it just didn't get back to karen and stuff so it was awesome like like she down to the last minute when she came looking for me and, and courtney and stuff mm-hmm. so we wouldn't miss out on the picture and stuff like that she was rushing us like there ain't nobody going to wherever that is. no we're all waiting for you sis Yes. And it's funny too because you can see in some of the pictures and videos that she wasn't even listening to my speech. She was like, my mom said that she said out loud. She was like, Why? Of course. Why would Ian be giving a speech right now? He just got done talking about five hours.
0: Yeah. And honestly,
1: she was like, we just want to take a picture.
0: (laughs) Well, and the thing is though, is that when he started talking at first, I was like, is he gonna just talk about how seven seven on Sundays is his church? And I like, I for sure was just like, oh, he's just going to talk about the running community. I was like, oh no, this is, this is his proposal. Karen is the church. Karen is the house. Okay. I I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it.
1: (laughs) So yeah, that was the, the, yeah, that was an intentional misdirect and stuff like that. Cause I know I needed like a minute to get into it. And so that was that misdirect where I would be, come off like i'm speaking to the community and i was cause like i said like i can't say this you know enough y'all are important to our story you know one of the most important parts so yeah no i was speaking directly to the community and then turned that focus on to the love of my fucking life man so, so- you know and it was really awesome like honestly i i I've always wanted like a family and to be married, but even in that moment, like we was walking up, my chest wasn't even beating, my stomach was beating. I've never, if that's what nervousness feels like, I don't think I've ever been nervous in my life. Like that was wild. And even as like I was talking and it was happening and like I felt everybody's eyes and stuff like that. Like I just was like also in my head, like, how do you get down on one knee? Like how like. How do you bend over? Like I was trying to figure out, like how my body does this. What does that look like? <laughs> and it was, it was wild. But it was, it was the best thing I've ever done in my life. It
3: really was. She said yes. She said yes. I, yeah, I still can't awesome. believe she had a dream about it, though. She did. Three days before. Dreamed the
1: whole thing. <laughs> like just woke up like, yeah, I had a dream that you like proposed at this random race. Like my family was there. And you know, she helped she helped plan. She don't even know. Like she helped orchestrate getting her family there. <laughs> she had no idea what was going on the entire time. It was it was crazy. And honestly, Courtney, you made me feel so good. Because you looked at her ring and Courtney was just like, Courtney sounded like that uh that real. But uh, Owen Wilson, she was like, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did a good
3: job.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just, I love it. I just adore the both of you. And I just, that moment was amazing to be around community and for everyone to be in on it, for everyone to just kind of like, it was just perfect timing. It was, it was great. And I know, like, I just want to invite to the wedding. Um, but I feel like there's an expectation for that across the board, so I also understand if that's not what you're doing. I'm just saying that, like, I would wedding. like to be. I would like to be
1: there. We have yes. already talked about the wedding, and we can our 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 wall right now that we can because we're trying to make it as small as possible. Oh, small. We, okay,
0: fine. Let me just say it. No, here.
1: let me finish. I let can announce finish. your wedding. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> I can announce the wedding. We can't get under a hundred people, and. I want to say 80 people are already I feel like I'm over it's seven on Sunday. Like, we, 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 at this point, we just come to the fact that like, we're going to have a minimum 100 person wedding because it's like, we just want our parents, my, our, our siblings, and then like all the seven on Sundays are gumbo. That's <laughs> really all we want. <laughs> like, like we were like, we were in our, in the seven on Sundays group chat, we were just like, yeah, so, uh, nuptials should probably have a we'll probably have a pre-nuptial shakeout run. So.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually- shake uh, out of y'all yeah. in all white outfits.
3: You know. Short shorts. You know. I'm
0: sorry, I'm done. I'm
2: done.
1: Yeah. The three inch short they're gonna come out with. Yes. Yes, yes. Three inch three inch shorts on a tucks in a suit jacket let's go I'm with it I'm with it but no like this bro running this sport has taken me places from like you know announcing a major race speaking to the athletes making probably friends that I'm gonna grow old with to like now me finding my like life partner this this running is wild sport is wild you know what I'm saying so uh, I'm grateful for y'all because Y'all are, you two, you two alone are two people who've helped, you know, me arrive at this point and had this opportunity. So I'm grateful and I'm thankful.
3: I don't know what else to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just makes you think of what Maya said, too. It's like it's running is life. It's it's what keeps us alive.
3: It's like (laughs) so much more. I love it. Well, thank you. I'm going to hold that last fiance
1: now. Maya's a doctor. Courtney's an announcer. We just <laughs> all love everyone up here. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, Maya, do you have any
2: last thoughts before we let you go?
3: No, I don't think so.
2: I'm going to be around.
3: You guys can't, Chicago
2: can't get rid of me. So, I mean,
1: catch me well, on. You love it.
2: Any random weekend
3: I'll
1: be around. So we love you. We love you. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, we all we all are like we was like all oh, like me, me and Karen was like, you know, they still together, they're gonna be still together. And so that means Maya will be back. In yeah.
2: Well, two weekends ago. So as long
1: as y'all understand that y'all can't just it y'all weekends are not just for y'all, like those small visits are not just for y'all. You're it's right. So all of us. It's funny
3: because <laughs> I think
2: we're at the run, the seven on Sundays run two weekends ago and Gabe and I were talking with Karen and we were like kind of joking that like we weren't, I don't know, that our relationship was still undefined. And Karen was like, wait, are you guys still staying together? Like what's going on? I just need to know. Are you coming uh-huh. back? Uh-huh. Karen was just Jared? really Yeah, she was like, so You guys are staying together, right? Like you're going to do long distance. And
0: we were like, Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, like, I, co- I look he did the same yeah. thing though I can't even lie I was like so it's so a long distance relationship yeah. fantastic yeah she's like
2: so
3: you're doing it
1: like, yeah. I believe it I believe it. you got that boy I ain't gonna start I done talked to gay. like that boy
0: I see it in his eyes every time him. I look at him you say Maya you and got he just gets him. a twinkle
1: yeah yeah a little big ass T B just showing I love it let's go <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, I love it. We love it. We're grateful. We're happy for you. We are for both of y'all. Happy for the next stage in your life. Out whatever kind of support you need, you know, you always hey, it's a DM, a text, a phone call, a FaceTime away.
0: Mm-hmm. So safe travels. You're moving in the, tomorrow or the next day. What is it? Tomorrow. I Pack
2: up today. My apartment's in
0: shambles, but it's good. It's like good chaos. That's what I'm telling myself. Love it yeah Well, Love good it. luck yeah, on please. your new move, on your new adventure on being a doctor, you're about to like change the lives or like, I don't know, help people. you're gonna help like children. yeah like you're gonna be some of children's first experience with like a doctor that yeah, they can remember. Yeah. And I think that that's really special because it really shapes their relationship with health and wellness, which yeah. you do in general. So, I mean, and yeah. I, if you were my doctor as a child, I would love that. Yeah, that's going to be <laughs> good. When the gum,
2: Gumbo I'm on Sunday's community starts to grow with little kids,
0: you know. That's what I'm saying. You. Look, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. I'm looking yes. kind of pressed because I was like, I need Maya to be my child's doctor. Yeah, just
2: like, I'll, I'll hold some spots
1: open now. That means that means, that means both of y'all got to come back to the city in four years. That's all that is. That's all yeah, I'm hearing.
0: In four years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: how, long, how long you in school? Three. Oh, yeah.
1: in three. It's a three-year joint. Okay, see. All right. But in three years. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. All
0: right. Well, we... We'll see you next time. We'll have to have you on. Get will update once you find yeah. your, your groove in your community.
1: Yeah. You'll be our city correspondent.
0: I'm here.
3: All right, man. You have a good one. All right. Awesome.
1: Um, my, no more words. No my, more words to give. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not, Ian is done.
1: He said, why did you? Why
0: do you have me on here the day after? <laughs> right. Why?" i like, was like you're to we go go about. <laughs> oh, we're recording
3: today. Oh, yes, we are. Uh,
0: yeah. Um, Maya's great, and it's going to be great to see her just blossom in her new stage of life out in Philadelphia.
3: Oh yeah, oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. Not. I love it. I'm excited about all of the growths, all of the just everybody, just life, just growing. <laughs>
3: oh, no, yeah, yeah,
1: I don't know. But ultimately, though, <laughs> I it. we kind of see growth, five, five. Yeah. Okay. I think I was shouting. I think I was shouting names in my sleep last night.
3: <laughs> 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 oh my god. We talked yes, about
0: this. Yes, no. What? Uh, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to help you wrap up, okay? I'm trying to say, we talked about you and your proposal to Karen, and it's amazing that, you know, we were, you were able to pull it off. For those who don't know, the ring was gold and had an emerald yes.
3: in, in,
0: in the center of it. And the, the symbolism of the race being called the Emerald Necklace because it's three parks laced together
3: mm-hmm.
0: is amazing. And was her, tell me her favorite color is green.
1: It's not. Okay. <laughs> that was <not> green. <sighs> that would have been way too good and stuff like that. But no, she, she wasn't, she knew she wasn't going to get no white gold, not for me. You ain't going to get no rose gold for me either. I'm a yellow gold guy. Like yeah. that's what you're going to get. And then also, like I said before, like, you know, like I've never been interested in giving the woman I propose to a diamond ring. You know, no, no shade on no diamonds or anything like that. It's just for me, I just feel like at this point it's just really expected and it's a bit of a thoughtless process. You know, when I'm thinking when I'm talking when I was when I have spoken to men about their selection, it's just like, oh, I just need to get the biggest one I can afford and I'll pay however time I need to pay it off. You know what I'm saying? It's just and a lot of times, like, you know, guys don't pick it out. You know, the person you're working with is the person who picks it out and stuff. So it's just like, you know, I always want to do a stone that represented the person I would end up proposing to. And I just feel like the emerald just, it just, it just set right. You know, I just mm-hmm. made sense uh, for Karen, you know, representing, you know, health, healing, peace, you know what I'm saying, love and just balance, you know, and that is all the things that she brings to my life. And uh and then the ring in itself is the gold ring that was actually my grandmother's ring. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my grandmother's ring, Granny, and uh who was a very important person in my life. You know, most I, most of who I am, most of the things you hear come out of my mouth comes from her, like quick wit, whatever humor, like her birthday is the day before my like
3: mm-hmm.
1: I am I am Mary Thomas, you know. Uh, as much as I am Stephanie Gonzalez. So it's uh, it was really cool to have for her to be currently wearing a piece of of her on on her finger because, you know, even when I first met Karen, like her love felt so familiar, felt so familiar.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and it's like what I feel like I grew up with. And so, you know, from all of her hobbies to interests, her humor, her a vibe that just, you know, it speaks to my mom and speaks to my grandmother. So giving her, which actually that ring was pretty melted down. So it was that ring and another ring was gonna melt down and make a new ring. But mm-hmm. when I the minute I saw that ring, I was like, this is the one. That
0: was beautiful. This is the one. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew constructed mine too with like a collective of like diamonds from the family and then uh gold rings as well so it's it is special and you have a man that or person partner who just puts intentionality behind it i know ian you talked about how you really wanted to you you want an engagement ring as well
1: yeah i think uh i think i came a little bit too soon you know but i think uh we need to normalize me and get an engagement ring i would like i just want to be somewhere i just want to be out somewhere and then somebody just be like Oh my God! Congratulations! Are you? Did you just get engaged? Like yes, I yeah. did. Thank you. Yeah, so you know, I just want to scratch my face. You know, yeah. somebody just see because ain't nobody gonna know that now I'm getting married unless she's standing next to me, and I yeah. just want. I'm just gonna just I don't know. I'm just gonna start bringing it up in random conversations. I'm like, do you want paper, or plastic? I'm like, oh uh, no. I got a I got a fiance. We just got engaged. <laughs>
0: I, I support that completely. I really think that that should be a thing. It's also just too like, I'm with somebody. Like, I found yeah. my person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you don't yeah. need to say a word yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is see this ring.
1: I'm like, mm, baby, don't be don't be laughing that hard. You're laughing too hard. I am engaged. Mm-hmm. I am. I am not that funny. Relax. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah.
0: So shout out to all my friends. We
1: were talking about that yesterday. Put your ring in the camera. Do you, do you wear your yeah. ring? Because I was like, I yeah. was like, I never noticed.
0: A lot of people don't notice, yeah. and then they do, and then they're like, "Oh, you have a ring on." And I'm like, "Yeah, I've been wearing it for a while now." And a lot of people still don't know. I, I mean, I kind of like how casual it is that it's not like yeah. I. It's very chill, and yeah. um, has has meaning because Matthew designed it.
1: I love it. I love yeah. it. I can only imagine. He probably got like notes written and fucking like fucking like like uh what do you call this shit? Like uh
0: he has a rendering of it.
1: Dude, it's I, yeah. I already know. I already know. I already yeah. know
0: like low key I should like frame it or something.
1: Yup, this nigga I just an architect. <laughs> like yeah. just constructed a whole ring. I love the energy, bro.
0: He but the thing is is he's on your energy too because he wants a ring too. And we've been engaged for like two years because like the pandemic and also we're not in a rush and like all this stuff. And we just keep going through transitions that are just like, we'll just do it later. And now we're kind of getting to the place where we need to set a date because his sister has also been engaged for about two years and she just set a date for next year. And I was like, okay, I think that that we need to do something. Um, We need a ring.
1: But he's like like, he's
0: been looking at like wedding rings because he's like, I want a ring on my finger.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you I, I just got me out here looking like, looking like,
3: don't like nobody love me. Like, I'm looking
1: like a boyfriend. Like, I ain't no right. boyfriend. Right. Yeah. 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 You need to put a ring on that man's finger. Like, you need to make him an honest man for you.
0: Well, and to your point, he will tell people that he's my <laughs> husband already. He, always, yeah. he already calls me his wife when he's, like, referring to me to people that don't really know us. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like...
3: Eh. It is yeah. What it is. So
0: yeah. I su- I support all men out here trying to get um engagement rings. Um also shout out to all my running bays turned fiance. That's my new that's my new <laughs> thing. Running bays turn fiance. Um it's a beautiful thing. This running community yeah, runs not- deep. Also, you're you're the second uh, couple that met through gumbo fit. Like I know you didn't meet through gumbo. Well, like, yeah, I mean she you were saying that. Couple of it brought her to the city that got engaged and got in, are getting married.
1: Yeah, what's his name? Uh, uh, I can't remember his name, but yeah, him and his girl. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah,
1: I can't. I think of his name because I'm just done with names. That's why I am too. That's why I'm names. not
0: even attempting. But you're the I second. Mean, I don't want to
1: meet nobody new. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, man. man. Um, what was about to say? I was about to say.
3: Ah, oh. uh, okay, never no, mind. No. It's gone.
0: Engagement rings. Run Bay's turn fiance. i nothing. Okay. well, that (laughs) this is our recap of the Chicago 13 point one we don't have, you know, again, we'll probably continue to recap this in the weeks coming. But this is our immediate recap for those who want to know. Um, And also, you know, a good send off for Maya.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to miss Maya. Miss, yeah, uh, thank I love her. I appreciate it. She also, like and I meant to say this when she was on here, like she, she lives, like her home, her residence is well within my love language. Because if you just stand next to Maya for three seconds, she touches you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She might hold your hand. She might grab your arm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, I was like, yeah, this is actually what I need in my life. Like, thank you. (laughs) Let's talk more.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm grateful. (laughs) So shout-out to Maya. We love you. Kill it out there in Philly. And for the rest of y'all, this has been another episode of the Runners Club Podcast. Thank you for coming. Thank you for everybody, all of the runners of the inaugural Chicago, Make America Chicago 13.1. It's been real. We'll talk to you later this week.
0: (laughs) Okay, right. (laughs) Bye-bye.